What it do, what it do, what it do. It's your boy, Andrew Schultz, a.k.a. Mr. Goody Two-Shoes. And I'm here, as always, with Joseph Huggins himself, a.k.a. Old Man Huggy. I guess welcome, you motherfuckers. You guess, welcome. First of all, I've been yelling so good about giving you your audio pause. So how dare you speak to me that way? <laughs> and one of these days, I want to do the intro because I want to give like I nah, always like nah. no, no, because I get worked up and I think you're gonna do like a like the like the man from like I think you're gonna give me some big long um like wrestling intro and then it gets short. You're like the one, the only. I'm like, keep going. Keep going. Get that Ric Flair. I'm like, get that Ric Flair. I'm like having a hard time keeping these. Woo! Yeah, exactly. I wanted to keep going. Dude, the Cadillac thing. driving, gator skin, boot wearing. Yeah. Hi, jet flying. Woo. Wheeling, dealing. Girl stealing. Yeah, pretty great. Uh, I'm doing good, man. I've been, you know, on my grind. I apologize for the for the a couple day delay. That is totally me. I've been like exhausted. And then I was watching that Celtics game. And it was getting later and later. And I was like, dude, like I have to be up early. I have like payroll and shit. I gotta go to sleep. Um, so but well, hey, I'm be, good. Uh, I'm good. The NHL hockey, you know, final started today. It's uh an intermission, second intermission. And uh is it a surprise to anybody? Justin didn't care. I was actually watching the game. <laughs> I was actually watching the game, and I'm sure you can watch. I heard you listening to it before while you were getting ready. It was playing in the background. Yeah, um, I'm just saying. No, I mean, it's a good game. I mean, I don't have a dog in that fight. If I had to roll for somebody, I think I'd be rolling for the Avs, having family from Denver, living lived in Denver for a while, gone to Avs games, used to root. I mean, stars are probably my number one. Stars in the Toronto Maple Leafs. Um, but I grew up in Dallas, dude. Toronto? Yeah, I liked I liked Curtis Joseph. I liked Matt Sundin. I liked Domi back in the day. That short, oh my god, guy. Dude. he was, was so just... dirty. He was just knocked the shit out of people. And like uh, NHL hits on Xbox, they were so good that I just loved Cujo. Man, I was all about Cujo. Well, I just because um, ESPN's coming out with the documentary on the uh, Avalanche versus Red Wings back in like the nineties. Yeah, and, and they would just like throw down, like literally the puck would drop. They're in the fucking playoffs. And then all five of them on each side are just fighting each other. And I was like, my brother was hyping it up. And then I was like, you know what? The Flyers were way more gangster. And I, so I was watching yesterday, literally yesterday, uh, videos of the Flyers beating the shit out of Domi and, and, the, and the Maple Leafs. Oh, well, Domi definitely reaped what he sowed on that. But they had like McGilney. That team was good, man. They never reached their full potential. But I, I, I personally think that era of hockey was like the peak of hockey that we've seen. 100%. Whenever you saw the Avs, the Red Wings. I mean, Buffalo was good. You had Brodeur in New Jersey. I mean, it was just like people were all over the place. It was everyone. Like there were so many good teams. Um, I mean, I, I still have it. I have a 64. Um, Wayne Gretzky hockey. 
um, on Nintendo 64, which is such a fucking awesome game. And, but I mean, Mike Madal, Mike Madonna, Brett Hull. I mean, you think about the names that was just legendary. That was such what, a peak of hockey. What happened though, was um, they had a lockout. Yeah. The lockout they, fucked them. Yeah. When they got out of the lockout, like everybody was like on a different team and it was just like, wait, what? Well, yeah, that happened. And then in that period of a lockout, I mean, the NFL got bitter, bigger, everything adapted more. I mean, the only thing and that ESPN really... lost the contract. So it was like no longer an ESPN. And then everybody was on a different team. And so it was just like it, it was like the end of an era, like for real. Yeah. And that era of ESPN, I mean, ESPN at that point was getting gaining more and more clout and was getting more and more money. So they weren't like, oh, we need to do the NHL. They're like, we need to do the NFL. We're trying to get Monday Night Football. At that point, you know, whenever there was that lockout, ESPN was big, but it's not, you know, Keith Oberman was on ESPN. And then, like, you know, by <laughs> he was doing like, you know, cheesy jokes and stuff and all of his goopy stuff till he would end up on M MSNBC. But that started that Genesis, Dan Patrick, those OG ESPN guys. I mean, their budget wasn't massive. They had a good budget, but nothing huge. Yeah. Uh, but then also, um, like, what, because we, you know, when we were growing up in Texas, it was like, the avalanche games they'd be on like at like 10 o'clock at night or some shit like oh yeah and that was like as a like a 14 year old or you know whatever however old we were like that was like so cool to me it was just like you know i'd be like in my game room just like watching like hockey games like late at night yeah that crazy um overtime game that they had to win the stanley cup which was awesome, but it was like double or triple overtime. I remember watching that game. Me too. I, did, yeah. I remember yeah. that like some schools were closed the next day because the game played so late that it was just like some kids didn't have to go to school that day. If you were late, nobody gave a shit. Everybody was like, that was one of the few times when everybody got a pass. And I hate to say it, but it's, I think it's true. If the Cowboys ever do win another Super Bowl, the shit, the city will like shut down for a day. It will be like a national holiday for them. Just but like whatever we the all know, win. that's never going to happen. I mean, it's mathematically impossible for them not to at some point. I just hope I'm not alive when it happens. <laughs> there's a lot of cow. There's a lot of Cowboys fans. They won five Super Bowls. There's people who lived a whole life and died without the Eagles ever seeing them win one. So there's I, a whole, there's a lot of people who who have uh, been alive and died uh since the you know they've never seen the cowboys win one motherfucker well yeah okay, they haven't won one in this millennia well in this millennia but they, they still <laughs> but i'm saying that well that's true but i mean that's like a short that's a short little window other oh, than that not. if they're out it's there 2022 first, yeah i mean the, i'm I, the the eagles didn't win the super bowl till i was what 30 when i turned the year of my 30th okay birthday. yeah yeah but, but we such a, I, I agree with every decision i made that led up to that i had such a shitty winter and like moved out and like was dealing with so much personal shit so when the eagles won the super bowl it was such like a besides the the vegas bet it was such like a happy moment in my life because i was like oh i needed this like thank you universe but like it validated everything i did up until that point in life same i went i went over <laughs> I went over to my parents' house and it was like right when my dad finally got out of the hospital after like months and months of me like living in a hospital, like with like next to him, like while he's like on a breathing tube. And I went and watched it with him and I, I like lost it. My mom thought I was like, like something was wrong with me because I was freaking the fuck out. I was like, this is amazing. Like, yeah, I was um, in Denver and this is when I was doing some, I used to run this like wine bar 
and then it closed and i made uh i had this like posse of friends that i made there it was these older gay real estate agents and investment bankers they were all like married they were all couples they were absolutely fantastic and so much fun and i didn't really have anyone to watch the super bowl with and i was like sleeping on some air mattress in some shitty apartment and um they invited me over and we're like, Hey, you should like come over and hang out with us and watch the game. When I tell you this was the best Super Bowl spread of food I've you, ever you seen. You already said this on the pod, bro. Dude, it was, it was the best thing. I mean, I, I'll, yeah, sorry. That was just like such, I was glad I saw was it. There. There, was there caviar? Like, I don't get it. I mean, there was like couscous and homemade everything. It was like they Who the and, fuck likes couscous. I don't know. They do. There was so much stuff. There were like the I, charcuterie I just, boards were huge. They had an infinite amount of like beer, wine. They bought Red Bulls in case I wanted like a Red Bull. They're like, oh, we bought you these Red Bulls. And I was like, fuck yeah. Like this is the best Super Bowl party ever. And no one was anti-eagle. It sounds like you were just a little bit desperate for like just good food because you were sleeping on an air mattress no nah, man no nah, bro i was fine i was i was fine with eating i mean i had was having to buy new furniture but it was more like nobody was against the eagles and we're so used to that i'm so used to like if the eagles go to the super bowl and i watch that at a bar in dallas that would be like the shitty that'd be such a shitty experience it'd be fun if we won but it would also be like i'd get heckled the whole fucking time people would be talking i couldn't just watch and enjoy the game if i wanted to you know well, I would love that shit, you know, because, you know, I, I bet the don't pass line. Yeah. Like I, I, yeah, I, th- I thrive in that environment. <laughs> <That's such a laughs> okay. Y'all. Well, uh, we're here for episode 42. That's right. That's right. That's and a lot. It is a lot, you know, that's I, a lot, man. I know. I, I, I just can't wait till we get to 50 and then I'm going to like, I don't know, like, expose my dick on this or something you please don't stop <laughs> and, it no i mean for for your sake i won't but <laughs> yeah, yeah thank you Again, unless start, and, unless you're like, only fans dude uh, oh, you know if we get to episode 100 you have to make create an only fans uh, i already did bro what you have an only fans well remember yeah just of my feet because i got ahead oh of yeah, yeah, yeah yeah you, yeah. you well, said well, you I'm said you were gonna do it for your feet and i was like also like a wiki feet page yeah let's go no 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 i need to get paid um <laughs> i just want foot i want foot clout dude <laughs> that's even a thing yeah that well, sounds awful that i already have like, it i already have it what do you want that sounds like something john madden would give you a foot, <laughs> some sort of spray to get rid of you got foot clout boom like that doesn't sound good at all. R.I.P. 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 Madden. First and ten, dog. First and ten. New game. Uh, are therapy a, questions? G. Seriously, yeah. and now he's on the cover of the new one. He was so rowdy, and those people that he coached were like some of the craziest people. Um, like Jim Plunkett, who won two Super Bowls and was a lefty quarterback, should probably in, be in the Hall of Fame. Well, his like partner- would like show up wasted to like games and show up wasted to practice, like hung over as fuck and would go throw like three or four touchdowns and have some crazy scramble. I mean, who didn't like, you know, like, no, but- I know. But I mean, I'm just, but that's like young Madden. That's like whenever he was, you know, he was just coaching out there. What wild. an unlikely like billionaire. If you, I mean, I feel like he should be a billionaire. Like, how many people play that game and how many people bought it for like decades? Oh, most definitely. That's, I mean, I'd say that's such a crazy way to become mega rich. Like, yeah. That, like, yeah, like, I mean, because he was already on his way whenever that game came out. I mean, he's calling games. I mean, these guys are, you know, like a, 
especially back in those days whenever nobody has like these big massive cable boxes and satellite i mean it's like you know al musburger like lives in your house you know or you know like yeah but i don't think they're getting paid that much but when you now but then you own uh, or your name is slapped on like the only football game and your voice yeah that's crazy yeah because i i started playing madden on super nintendo i had like the guy it was lit i think it was on regular nintendo yeah, but I think I was still playing Tecmo Bowl. I think I was playing that one over whichever. Oh, well, I didn't have regular Nintendo until we got into high school. And I, um, when I was um, in my hustle, slanging um, the Love Mix, which is like a burn CD I would make. Um, <laughs> and uh, I would sell it for $20 each. And it was like, it was supposed to be like, you know, what you listen to your, with your girlfriend with, and it was just, but it was like explosive by Dr. Dre. It was like the explosive. first song. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> and like, go shit. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, I um, traded one of them to um, our girl, Brooke, who has a podcast, um, Sisters with Mommy Issues. And uh, I traded one of the burn CDs for her Nintendo, her regular one. Or, uh, Hell, yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, uh, do you want to start us off with therapy question number one since you put it in here? Yeah, yeah. Um, therapy question number one, Mr. Goody. Would you rather be too hot and try to cool off or would you rather be like freezing cold and try to warm yourself up? So um, when you put this in here, it was uh, on Monday. Yeah. And, and I had uh, the quant and then my brother over here watching the Celtics game and I asked them, and both of them said they'd rather be hot and then try to cool off. And I was like, mm, I don't think so. And like, well, you could die from being cold. I'm like, you die from being hot. Like, that's yeah, a, that's not a real thing or like a differentiator. Um, I think I'd rather be cold because I'm just I don't know. I, I run hot. So, see, I, I've thought about this I'm like for a while. And so I put that in. But like, I would much rather be cold and try to warm myself up i can wear layers i can like when i lived in denver it was fucking awesome because i was like dude i can start wearing scarves now i can't wear a scarf in texas it's like a thousand degrees every other day why would i do that and there's only so much you can take off before you just like gotta be like alone and naked in the ac to be cooling off otherwise like speaking of my only fans page yeah yeah <laughs> speaking yeah, speaking of that video make sure you guys sub only 25 dollars for the first 50 <laughs> people um no uh and so i'd much rather be able to like bundle up and try to like get warm than you know like i make my room cold when i sleep yeah well so, yeah because like because i like run hot that was like, what i was gonna say though is um i heard like uh this like scientist and apparently like whenever you go to sleep like your body has to drop like a couple degrees uh or doesn't it doesn't happen it just does and like so that's why like when you're cold while you're sleeping you like you know grab covers and you know to get warm but and you it's kind of comforting however when you're hot you're like can't sleep and you're just like kicking covers off and you're like yeah you know like like Shit moving sense. around yeah that's that's how i thought about it and you didn't even tell me that this is about you sleeping like before like in well another- no i mean because like i what, what's your what's your sleep temperature what do you like your what if you had to Control the thermostat. Nobody can touch it. Nobody my, says shit. My thermostat's on right right now. Um, I always thought it was like sixty seven. 
Damn, and that, bro, you're like a corpse. What the fuck? That's really cold, dude. Jesus uh, Christ. Well, that's that's like once I get into a hotel. 67? When I, Lord. Uh, once I get into a hotel room, I immediately put it on like 65. Um, but that's when I was in a hotel room. However, so I was just like, because I, I've, I've been like um, terrorized by like either my parent, my mom, like growing up, like with the AC or my girlfriend that I lived with for six years. And, um, you know, she would like have it on like 78, but she like put the heat on, I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? And like, um, and I'd never like had like uh, autonomy, you know, on the thermostat. Yeah. But then I lived in Santa Monica for three months and my roommate would put it on 67. And, uh, and then I would secretly go turn it up to like 69 or 70 um when he was like in his room because i was like dude this is actually too fucking cold to just be sitting here like this yeah see i'm mine 71 71 if it's at 71 or colder i'm fine if it's like 73 74 i get too hot yeah like all this hair all this fucking hair my hair is getting long again but um it's mine's at 70 right now like you might be able to hear the ac behind me 71 and then i got like my fans going i gotta have my fans on so i have like a fan that's on me that's like directly on me my ceiling fan and then i have like a room like an air purifier for my room that runs so i got tons of white noise but if it's over 71 like i'll wake up and go turn it the fuck down yeah well the quant and my brother were like like uh like I snowboard and it gets freezing. I'm like, shut the fuck up. Like, yeah, dude, when I'm like out at, you know, like Copper Ridge and I'm out there hitting those slopes, dude, <laughs> that's like, what I'm hitting to... that, that gnar pal, like it gets really cold, bro. Like, and you're not from there, so you don't know that's exactly... what you're saying. Yeah, I know. I lived in, I lived in Colorado. But what's funny is when I lived in Colorado, they complained more about cold weather than me. So I'm like, what's your fucking problem? They're like, man, it's freezing, dude. Like, it's chilly as fuck man and i'm like it's not that bad like it's actually pretty dry and right right now it's 40 in texas and it's raining for some reason and it feels like it's 15 degrees like i'd much rather take the snow over a shitty dallas winter for sure that yeah but also uh but we used to ball like literally play basketball like would it be like 108 degrees in Dallas? Like, oh, dude, like I went outside. cycling today. I go yeah, cycling yeah. out in this shit. I love it. Like, I, I'm, I missed it. Cycling at altitude was nice because it's like, oh, it's harder and it makes your lungs stronger. But I'd much rather ride in the heat because I'm so used to it. I'm conditioned to like doing activities in this heat. You, you see know, people you in know, Texas quick- wearing jeans and it's 105. And when I was wearing jeans and it was 80 in Denver, people were like, you're crazy, man. You're not burning up, bro. I'm like, no, I'm. Well, that's what pants. I was going to say. Is 80. Like the homies from Texas would come out and visit me in California and it'd be like 80. And I'm like, dude, it's so fucking hot out. They're like, are you an idiot? <laughs> like, it it was, gets cold at night. It gets cold at night, though. Yeah, it does. But I'm just saying, like, um, how quickly I lost that, like, tolerance for the heat. From, oh yeah from playing basketball like three games in a row like 108 degrees and then it was like 80 and like it's so nice out i'm like no it's fucking hot yeah that's like right now because i you know i went cycling today and i left at like 3 30 or something like that and i did my 20 miles in like an hour and a half or something like that 
And I mean, it's hot as shit. Um, and it's hotter when you're on the road. Cause if I'm at a stop sign, when I'm stopped somewhere and I'm on my bike, it is the hottest time. It's hotter than any other point of riding. Cause that asphalt is so burning hot that if it's, it'll be like, Oh, it's 98, but it feels like it's one Oh four. So if you're running or doing anything on the asphalt in the road, the road's like one Oh nine or like one ten. Sometimes it's so well, do you, hot. Do you, I was going to ask you, um, well, I've been thinking about this because I take my dog out on a walk and it's again, it's like right now, like today, it was like 87 degrees out oh, here. Oh my God, um, that sounds and, nice. <laughs> see what I'm saying? <laughs> um, but I get worried about my dog's like feet, like her paws. I'm like, is it the asphalt? Is it? like too hot for her to be walking on like yeah i mean when it gets hot yeah i mean well topanga's you know the best doggy ever and she's got a backyard and she can run you around for, you forgot grass. you forgot about my dog bro it's well way, true okay. it's obviously better than your dog well i don't know man topanga's pretty no, great just my dog is the best they're so. they're they're even we'll say they're even. <laughs> that's what that's what some shorty just told me about her dog and i was like nah, second no second place. I, so I was like second place is okay yeah well Topanga's great but she's got the backyard that she can run around and be wild in which is great for her um but you know like walking right now I wouldn't there's not a tons of sidewalk it's way too hot unless you get those little ice those little paws the little, little booties yeah the little booties you put on then sure um other than that yeah it's way too hot like that's I don't I, it's mind-blowing when I see people walking doing that yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they do it early in the morning or you do it super late at night okay like, well that's good advice because i wasn't sure and then i you know I, i've just consistently been worried about it like this last month because it's starting to get really hot yeah well, for, for us at least yeah well i'm all about it i mean it's been whipping my ass when i've been out there on my bike so i'll fucking take it i'm like oh i know man. i'm just worried about the dog i don't no you know. more brahms well yeah but i don't i don't i wouldn't i let her you know we play catch in the backyard or i, know, I just don't have there. a backyard i'm on the second story because you're in cali bro we don't have backyards out here no you know? no everywhere's like... the beach bro sorry i don't know i just like <laughs> no, that voice like, right now <laughs> new york new york that's typical not to have one but in california i think a lot of people do i just don't okay yeah okay therapy question Number two, and I'll, I'll leave this up and pitch it to you, Jess. If all the currencies in the world did not have monetary value, would our world be a much better place? But when I read this, it made me think of like all of our parents. So I have a big affinity for the music of the Carpenters, which is like super cringy, whatever. But the Carpenters are great and super sad story. If you don't know anything about the Carpenters, you should like look it up. But it reminds me of this, like there's no monetary value. It sounds like some like super hippy dippy commune stuff where there's no monetary value. Would the world be a better place? I think so. There would be less... What? I mean, if if there was no monetary value, so I mean, like, so money's useless. What are we doing? Like trading, bartering, or is everybody, or is just like now money has no value? So we're just walking around with money that mean that doesn't count for anything, but everything's the same. That wouldn't be good, obviously. That's what I'm saying. Like, uh, no, well, if, no. If if, if, if every currency, <laughs> if the global bank, if the global, if the global banking system collapses, would that be good for the world? Probably not. Definitely not. I mean, that's why like that's like a, that's a fucking though. nightmare that's like apocalyptic shit well because i was thinking like oh man come move out to you know 
bum bum ass uh california and join our hippie commune man we like make our own hemp books and we sell them on the streets in san francisco dude you just sound like you sound like dj ross like out in burning man right now is he at burning man right now he's never not uh, yeah (laughs) that's pretty good okay touche Nah, man, he's been crushing it, dude. Whatever. Sticky's been crushing it when it comes to the music. But yes. He, he dresses he went like to, a 75-year-old gay Albanian, man. It's true. And yeah. he did He did go to Burning Man and like not come back the same. He went once and came back and was like carrying a stick for a month or something. That's never actually been hyperbolic. Back. He hasn't yeah, come back, bro. Yeah, yeah, maybe that's it. That's why he's never been the same as he never left. He's the Burning Man because he's just, you know. To state of mind, blaming no, um, his, <laughs> no, but I mean, he's definitely. <laughs> I know what you mean with like the Albanian. I can totally. I see said it. I said that to Quick Draw like two days ago, and he started laughing so hard. He's Somebody, like, well, I think they. He called it. Uh, he was like, he's like, it's Miami, it's Miami. I was like, no, 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 it's not. <laughs> it's true though. It is Miami. He's is not it? Lying. I yeah, don't see else in Miami dressing like that. Definitely. There's. It's not like he's not hanging out with a bunch of other people that are dressed like that. When I look at it, I'm like, wow. It's literally, yeah. It's like a Belarus fashion show every time I see one of his DJ things because it's not like they're. He's the only one who's dressed like that. I actually used to say that he looks like a 75 year old uh, Ukrainian grandmother, but um, but then it. but then the. Uh, the uh, you know invasion happened, so I had to change it to a seventy-five-year-old gay Albanian man. Yeah, um, which is which is cool if you're into that, I guess. Well, he looks like no, he reminds me. He looks he just, like he thinks he's like cool. He looks like Hassan's. He looks like Hassan Piker's little brother. With like whenever <laughs> Hassan Piker had a shorter haircut, man, I'm telling you. Um, but no, God, God bless his heart. Uh, obviously, if the world banking system and all the world's currencies lost its value, I think the world would go into turmoil. Probably wouldn't be good. I mean, I don't know if we're just like, all right, well, everything's free. I don't think that would like happen. Uh, well, well yeah, bad. like maybe if like the like uh, the currencies in the world um, previously didn't exist, it might be all right. However, since they are are like established, for them to just lose all their monetary value, that would be chaos. Yeah, that would be madness. Yeah. Yeah. No. So. So no, that would not. The world would not be a better place if it ended up being better. It would be after a bunch of whole bunch of bad stuff, because then it'd be like a vacuum. People would be snatching up natural resources left and right. Natural resources would be basically currency. So people would be trading water for gas and food for shelter. It would go back to a barter system where people could easily exploit it. Especially if you have, and then there's have-nots. I mean, the disparity in society amongst like working class and like you know someone would say an elite class or someone who's extremely rich i mean they're like it'd be you know well, survival you just, of the fittest in like a in like some kind of a gross way yeah i mean you could just go see um what's happening in venezuela uh with uh their their economy because you know it's like you guys talk about inflation in the united states it's like it's way fucking worse there and then also in syria the whole civil war started because of a drought and like people didn't have access to water and that's when shit pops off you know oh yeah that's whenever things get really crazy whenever yeah. you lose the ability to have some of those things things can pop off pretty quick so hopefully that doesn't happen now if we reach some sort of like hippie society that boomers talked about when they were like cool they didn't act like they were anti-drugs and they listened to carpenters and simon and garfunkel and smoked joints 
and talked about paperless societies where everyone everyone just wears leaves bro and like it's like we're just ourselves um like that could i guess be a good thing if you're into like crystals and shit i don't know <laughs> but like like that utopia like that utopia of like you know no currency i mean that could be a good thing it depends on what that looks like but what, what do you think about crystals because i know like a few people that are like swear by it i mean i've i know some people that swear by it too and they gotta like weigh them out when there's a full wolf corn half grapefruit blood angel moon or whatever that the moon is of the day sorry sometimes the names get a little ridiculous uh but and they'll charge them up so i know some people swear by them i mean i've had someone give me something i think i have it like on my desk so you know to each their own but i'm not like super into crystals like oh i need to carry this or do that to, but i have my own like good luck things or whatever you know yeah yeah no i get that uh kind of i mean a little bit <laughs> well no like i have you no know, no like, i understand um, what you're saying like i have shit like that too but like does it like doesn't really make like actual logical sense no of course it doesn't but it's probably more of like a sentiment sentimental attachment because especially it's like i have like a coin that i got from my dad when i was a kid that's like a lucky coin where like if i've had a big interview or a big thing or i'm trying to do something or what, was what if that coin doesn't have or, what if oh. that coin doesn't have any monetary value though well it does to me and i said that's what makes it but you know even back when i would take like the toss test or something when i was a kid they're <laughs> the like they would be like bring something you know make sure you have something a comic book or something to read whenever you're done because you can't talk to anybody don't speak don't look at anyone keep your head down when you're done with your test and I would always, if I brought a good luck thing, I'd keep the coin in my pocket because I was like, I haven't done shit all school year. I'm going to need some luck from this damn coin if I'm going to pass this test. And then I crush it. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with good luck charms. No, I, I, I'm not. I just that. think crystals are like the equivalent of that, but like way deeper. It's like going into the rabbit hole of a good luck charm. Well, like the healing property part of it. I was like, I don't know, dude. Um, if you're grabbing rocks and putting them in the river and you turn to me and i'm like what are you doing and you say i'm charging these up for later i'm gonna let you're like you're six i'm sorry they're like charging charging rocks in the river not to be and i have friends who do that and i so i apologize if i'm offending you but i've probably already made fun of you to your face about it so i just think it's goofy oh well, we, have, we like, have an entire audience <laughs> they might be offended too <laughs> uh, however it's fine we're out we're here to you know we talk, shit about, talk we shit. talk shit about Germany and they're our biggest country that lists. Yeah, I'm sure I've said tons of stupid shit where they're like, Joseph's an idiot. So that's fine. Like, yeah, you know, yeah, I yeah. just think I just think it's weird you spend like hundreds of dollars a year on rocks that you could probably go out and like hike and find yourself. <laughs> I'm just saying. I mean, I'm is sorry. a crystal a rock? Yeah. I mean, dude, there's some crazy now. I've seen some crazy videos of people who go out and like harvest these things and they go out and break them off and sell them at the fair. Like that's a hustle, dude. Like I'm, I mean, I'm all about, about crystals. They go selling that. Oh yeah, but it's like quartz and all sorts of shit. They're all worth something. Like, especially to some like super hippie person. I don't yeah. know. Or maybe not hippie, just someone who's extremely into crystals and you know. Yeah, yeah. Get off the hippies. I mean, those are my people. Sorry, uh, man. <laughs> um, all right, y'all. Therapy question number three. I will pitch this to Joseph again. Why can't every person be a genius? Why can't every person be a genius? I titled this pot this episode just on the channel. Why can't I be a genius too? Um, I don't think it's 
possible for everybody that i don't know it takes all kinds to make the world go around just like not everybody can play the violin not everybody can do that i think it takes a special person with special circumstances to like become that great um i was watching you're, you're saying you're not born a genius no i think you could have be born and have tendencies in that but you still have to be pushed in the right direction i think that you still have to be guided in that that direction well i guess to be enabled like i think that that's something that you know to to become that level of genius i think you can but i mean that's like super anomaly like born and i understand like math and i can i i can write i speak seven languages and i and i'm eight years old and i put in no effort like that doesn't really happen if somebody's reaching that point they've been pushed or they've they've shown a proclivity to become something like that and then they're guided in the right direction that's like when I was mixing chemicals and making potions when I was a kid, I'd take like bleach and all sorts of chemicals. No, no shit. And I'd like mix stuff and I'd put them in jars and I'd like stash them. And I'd be like, oh yeah. And I was like, some of them were like definitely bombs, like in hindsight, super dangerous. What a surprise by you. But but like for me- and Why don't you just you throw know, some fireworks at somebody? Like I would have put, I was definitely interested in science and all of that stuff. I would have sent me off to like some science summer camp and allowed me to do that because obviously I'm curious in it rather than like, obviously I was like making bombs and like all sorts of dangerous well, shit. Well, well, because I am a genius, so let me just blow your mind with that, not with a bomb, but with some truth bombs. Um, without lightness, there is no darkness. Without sadness, there is no happiness. And I think that that's the reason why everybody can't be a genius. If everybody was a genius, then there is no geniuses. No, it takes all kinds to make the world go around. No, well, you need idiots in order to yeah, be, exactly. Like, like to compare and contrast. Yeah. I mean, I think like I said, maybe we people, maybe we're all geniuses, like or we're all you know, like obviously like smarter than uh, you know, Joey Bag of Donuts the chimpanzee. <laughs> <laughs> however, Jesus. however, without Joey Bag of Donuts, you know, like then we wouldn't be able to just differentiate ourselves. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I guess you need to have the bar and someone's got to set below the bar and then above the bar. That sounds horrible. Or below, but no, I just below don't think the banana. That, I think that there's definitely people that are extremely smart or could be geniuses who don't take advantages of opportunities or don't, you know, excel. Yeah, but they're still a genius, right? You don't well, have to yeah, be successful but I mean, but then to that be would a be, genius. No, but I mean, I think, well, genius is not like, oh, this person's super, like, very smart or they're intelligent. Genius is like, this person's extremely intelligent, like, yeah, but beyond they, like not something that's abnormal. Being a genius would have to be like abnormal. Being like a oh, he's a piano savant. Like that because that kid's like seven and can play like Haydn on the harpsichord and is blowing people's minds. That's something that people go to school for who can't technically play those songs. But you, you know, like, could be like a basket case as a genius, you know, like oh, most of them are. You're pretty eccentric. Like there is always going to be something. I think there's like if you're. I think if you. I mean, and maybe that's not true for everyone, but if you end up that deep on like the intelligence spectrum, there has to be some sort of give and take. You're spending so much of your time. That's what I'm saying is you'd be, your life would be curated in a direction by other people who control you. So it's like, you know, you're see, going to okay, this, so let me doing ask, that. I guess what you're, you're saying like a genius is somebody who's like worked on the craft or whatever they're smart about, as opposed to just being hyper intelligent. Well, there no, well, there's somebody that like I went to school with who I would consider like 
really smart that we went to school with who when i was in sixth grade he was taking like junior and high school math classes and he'd have to be in our classroom dude you can just say my name like dude, i'm right no here. it wasn't yeah. you but we, you, he had to be in our classroom like two days out of every week because he had to like be in class and we sat next to each other because either i was sitting by myself because i wouldn't shut the fuck up or i would sit next to him because they were like oh he won't talk to Joseph. Joseph's crazy. And he would help me like cheat and do my math homework and shit. And we were homies and we're still friends, but he would have to go uh, up to the uh, the high school. And what I'm saying is like, he sacrificed to like PE and recess and lunch with all these people. Cause he was so smart that like he was pushed in the direction of like, Oh, you're in crazy intelligent. He was taking college math when we were freshmen in high school or like beyond that, like statistics and all sorts of crazy next level shit whenever we were yeah like in eighth grade ninth grade you know who like um was doing that and it actually kind of a little like low-key bothered me um was uh the backup quarterback for the la chargers chase daniel had was in higher math class than me dude he was he's extremely intelligent i know i was smart i was so pissed off by that super why he was he was super smart because i mean, I, because i was like math is my shit dude like how the fuck because i was the backup quarterback for him for a second and then <laughs> and then he's like in a better math class than me i'm like what the fuck hmm. is happening he was super super smart super smart but i mean he was driven to excel man like that's I mean, like keyword was no i'm just kidding i was not i mean he was <laughs> driven to push the limits man and be great like i think that everyone that's from our area despite all the shit i give it or there's a there's a drive that's instilled to us where it's like failure for you is not an option like don't even don't even consider it being an option like uh, i think that's you, you always say you always generalize and say everybody and it's like mm, no. no i think that I mean, I mean some people obviously step away from it but i i like i'm saying that we're all driven and like creative and opinionated and want to like do something most of us not everyone obviously i'm trying to be positive and you know yeah put some sense shoot some vibes out there but obviously people are going to miss opportunities but it's not like we weren't all like given opportunities or it's just you got to take advantage of them man you gotta when you see it you gotta grab it and run with it and see where it takes you if you hesitate you'll lose it i remember like when um uh, we were about to move to south lake from california my dad like had an entire giant map out and he had like somebody come over and like advise him like where the best school district was and that's how we ended up moving to south lake over because like we're he his job was in dallas but we could have moved anywhere and he found out that south lake was like this the spot like for, for but it was like specifically on the school district oh i mean which, which is now batshit crazy so yeah well and there's a lot of people who think who know that it's crazy and still stay because of the schools right so you know um but no every like i guess yeah it just it it, it wouldn't work that way if everyone was a genius that would be like a bad thing well like, i just it wouldn't exist if everybody was i don't think yeah 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 it would just, it be, would like just be normal, normal. it would just yeah. be normal okay yeah. that's true all right you want to hit us with the first topic yeah, we got some articles here. Um, we'll see how many we'll get through. Because um, I do want to talk about these committees. I didn't find any like good articles that were worth it, but we'll have to chit chat about it. Um, this first article is from Bloomberg Business Week. Just for you, man. I try to pull exclusively from Bloomberg, just for my boy. Um, a ragtag band of hackers is waging cyber war or cyber war on Putin's supply lines. Um, did you read this article? You yes, always, sir. You always ask me that. Um, 
Yeah, this shit's crazy. Um, it starts out, they're talking about how basically there's hacktivism, there's anonymous, there's all these groups that all like, oh, we're going to steal all this data and leak all these documents that might be true. These guys, and they're, it's in Belarus, because um, Belarus is right next to Russia. I know, but but just real quick, like Belarus has been like, like okay, they're run by a dictator. Yeah. And, and they're like on the side of Russia. So this is like, like the like the belarusian armies like either thought about or like clandestinely like and in, brought in troops into ukraine to help the russians like so it's like i just want to make that clear no yeah definitely i have a uh, i used to work with someone from belarus um and she would always like she would always talk about it she was a hostess um she was pretty cool uh but They've been because this hack hacker group is based out of with cyber partisans is they're out of Belarus. Right. So it's and like, so so they're like behind enemy lines and they're fucking yeah. with like their um what did they do? Were they shut down the railway system or were they yeah, yeah, so yeah. people couldn't go through and they're like, You guys need to fuck off and leave, and then we'll lift the restraints on your system. Yeah. Um, so they're basically like using their cyber hacking abilities to attack putin or putin sympathizers and really like fuck with their stuff on a supply chain level messing with um lights um yeah card railway systems all types of stuff man this is shit that like uh that we would do as the united states if it ever got to the point where we had to yeah like, like um i remember um when uh you know the great president barack obama um shout out that, shout out he found out that um that uh russia was fucking with our uh elections and uh and he met with putin like at a g20 back then it had been like the g well g20 is different than the g it's called the g7 now but it, um, yeah. it was the g8 until they kicked russia out yeah and um he like <laughs> met with him and he goes listen dude we can turn the fucking lights out in moscow so stop fucking around. And that's what these guys are doing, basically. Yeah, essentially, that's what they're doing. Um, I was talking with someone about this, and Putin's just like, apparently he's in bad, you hear all these reports that he's in bad health, he's in bad mental What a shape. fucking surprise. Then, like, what, he, he Lindsey Graham? For cancer. <laughs> Lindsey Graham, did you see that where he was talking about how someone needs to, well, just for the sake of the censorship to take him out, where he was talking about yeah. like we just need, and it's like you shut the fuck up, Lindsey Graham. Um, it's like and yeah, then, and then yeah maybe we should, maybe we should, but like don't say that as a senator on fucking TV, you idiot. And and then don't retweet it verbatim <laughs> what you just said after he said it. He typed it out and then like tweeted it like the exact same thing verbatim. But yeah, these guys are really fucking with them, which is really interesting, and that's like what I would expect hacktivism to be. Like I, that's like you said, that's how we would attack people, and that's where we should be a, not afraid. But if someone wanted to attack our infrastructure, that's exactly what they do. They shut down communications, they shut down railway systems, they'd mess with all sorts of stuff that's intrinsic. To I mean, they've done that. They, they like shut down like a uh, water, like water treatment plants in this country, like not that long ago. Oh yeah, no, but I'm saying like to the scale where they're like creating like it'd be like back up at the border, and it's because they can't lift the gates because they can't lift them because they don't know what the fuck's going on. Yeah, that's 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 some it's pretty gangster, and that's ballsy to be doing that because Belarus is small; it's not really sprawling, so it's a small little place. I mean, that's you're deep in the game, man, to be doing stuff like that. 
Um, I mean, it's badass, but that's super crazy. Yeah, Lukashenko is their president. Um, yeah. Have you seen his mustache? Yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty hardy. I'm looking at it right now. His his, his, his stash and his comb over. How many times do you think he's jerked off Putin? I probably like five or six. But I mean, that's anyone. I'd say five or like, six. I think yeah, that's like a good anyone up, over like under. In, in that inner circle is going to be doing stuff and yeah everyone hates him because <laughs> what he announced his victory after everyone else around him was like nah dude you completely stole that he's known as europe's last dictator yeah except for there's a couple more like um like uh victor orban out in hungary and then um even though these ha- these guys have stepped up like uh poland um it's a little bit autocratic like with like their leadership but they they've taken in millions of ukrainians and yeah but i mean you know when you have the nickname of like he has the nickname of being europe's last dictator so everyone else is like oh they're like a dick and they're kind of a dictator with them they're like hey it's the dictator guy he's like hey check out my stash and then everyone's friends i had a i had a rap song um not that long ago and i was like oh your girl want to get dick later i'm the dictator that's ridiculous stacking bars like a bricklayer see i just want you and sticky to like become a group and him to be your m him to be your dj and then uh, I'd, I'd, much prefer, I'd much prefer i'd much slide directly no but it'd be great if, if it was sticky because then you would have or you could have two i've never seen him dj that, that, does he actually <laughs> dj <laughs> shut, <laughs> shut up yes he does you douche but um, yeah, they're really just messing with their shit. I mean, I was talking to someone, Putin's like losing his mind. And yeah, like you said, he's, he's had cancer treatment because um, someone was t- giving me a, a pro, like not pro Russia, but they were talking about like Ukraine and how it's not as bad as I think it is, which was like a, just a different stance. I'm not even kidding. I was like naked in Beverly Hills and I got an update on my phone that uh, Putin had uh uh cancer treatment in april and i just and i just had to send it to like everybody i was like are we fucking surprised by this like and everybody's like like holy shit holy shit and i'm just like yeah we already knew yeah he's grasping at straws but i mean yeah it's i mean that's badass shout out to them because i i don't like whatever i mean i'm not like pro hacker i'm not anti-hacker either but like the hacktivist stuff gets like super annoying and can kind of be really disingenuous yeah that was intense uh, but it happens man uh what? yeah just super super interesting it's definitely i should look into but yeah belarus is definitely pro-russia and making pro-russia moves so it's wild that these guys are behind lines messing with the subway systems and switching stuff like train relays and all sorts of things where they're like massively impacting um a lot of i mean they're like essentially not losing lives but they're losing a shit ton of money and losing a shit ton of resources by doing this apologize for the dog however uh, what i was going to say is do you think that like anonymous um, it's always like the actual people who work for that group or do you think like people just like mask themselves under that cloak well, i think it's easy to like claim like oh yeah it's like i think it's i think there's people who are definitely in like that group there's a couple hacker groups that are pretty crazy 
um, Russian hackers are super crazy. Russian hackers are wild. So that's what's interesting is how these guys are messing with Russian systems. Russia is all about hackers. I mean, there's like independent people. There's a very interesting uh, Vice documentary about it where they talk about this Russian hacker who has this essential super cube computer in his apartment and he just like fucks with people on large scales, like Americans on large scales. Um, and you so, don't think that Putin knows about that? No, I think he does. I think they get paid to do it. I think yeah. that they're like subsidized. They're like private contractors. They're like Uber drivers, but hackers. Um, so I think that it's easy for someone to be like, oh, I'm in anonymous, which is you could be a bitch level hacker and not be that good and just claim it, make a fake Twitter profile and tweet shit out and retweet stuff until enough people follow you. Do they think it's real? But I think there's definitely real people that do whenever they exposed all those uh, police officers who were Ku Klux Klan members and released all that. I mean, they doxed them. So that's illegal. So however you, you know, however you feel about that your business but they did like those that that's real like th those guys are actually real um just like you know there's you could claim to be a bank robber but there's an actual pink panther like jewel heist group that's like really badass and does a bunch of wild shit um so but you could claim that you're in it but if you were you wouldn't nobody would know you wouldn't claim it publicly you remember um james from high school yes um he was at my house when we were in uh I want to say either seventh grade or ninth grade. And um, uh, we hacked MTV.com. Tight. And uh, with, and we used like a, you know, like Microsoft paint. And we put, we said Carson Daly sucks dick and then put a giant <laughs> penis. It, it became the homepage of MTV.com for like 15 minutes. No way. That's amazing. But I would, he did, did like, you admit so many crimes on this podcast it's incredible maybe now it would be someone would be like yeah, oh you gotta sure. lock them up this but is what like, i'm talking about the shit he was doing like i just couldn't even understand it like he had like a something that's like called like a beige box or like a brown box or something and then he was like typing in code and it was like in my room and i just like what like witnessed it happen and i was like what the fuck no, like make sure the door is closed and the blinds are drawn and nobody sees us like <laughs> we weren't even worried <laughs> we were just about young yeah that is true yeah like actually you wouldn't even think twice about it it was insane when it like when we like went back to mtv.com and it was up there we're like what the hell well i mean shout out shout out to all the hackers in belarus but yeah anybody can claim they're a hacker well, yeah, I just meant anonymous, but but anonymous, like, yeah, that's you know, but there's like, if you look up anonymous on Twitter, there's like 15 different anonymous Twitter accounts, and they're all like, no, I'm the real anonymous. I'm like, I think none of you are. Yeah, so maybe so, that's the maybe that's the point. Yeah, I mean, it's all disinformation, man. It's a no, big... maybe decentralized, you know. Oh yeah, no, I'm just I'm just talking in that voice today. I'm just feeling it. I can't help it. All right. That's so do you want to go speaking of decentralized <laughs> do you want to go to another bloomberg the crisis at celsius or do you want to keep it moving no we can talk about it i mean did you read this do you have any thoughts on it i feel like we've been talking about just crypto collapsing and people ripping everybody the fuck off a lot lately but i was yeah. like this has been huge and celsius has got what 20 billion in assets or over that and you know they're like just like what they were investing some of their people's money and promising big returns i mean it was like a fucking bernie madoff it, it's looking now yeah it's just it's it's wild that they were allowed to do that but that's because it's unregulated and that's what we were saying the other episode is some of these people are doing some wild shit and it's making it look like it's making the government feel like they have to step in and regulate some of these unregulated currencies because 
They shut off their banking. Like the people couldn't do transfers for well, two days. Where do, you, where do you think they got the 20 bill? Like who the, like, how do you like accumulate that much money? Well, well, they're, they're promising like, Oh, we give like 10, 15, 20% returns on investment and they're investing people's money for them. They invested a shit ton of money in like the Luna and in Terra and they lost like that Terra Luna shit. And they just lost a fuck ton of money in that. Like the, and and they were investing other people's money, so they they don't have their money, and people are trying to draw their money and pull out, and then mm-hmm. they shut it off and didn't allow people to pull stuff out. That's basically what Robinhood went to court for when there was that big Dogecoin explosion and then massive drop afterwards. They were stopping people from selling off their coin, and they shut it all down. Um, so we we that's not the first time we've seen a big crypto firm with a shit ton of money start hemorrhaging it and people wanting it back. I mean, that's like the great depression, but in cryptocurrency, right? Yeah. We had um, the iron eight Tyson on here. Uh, I think it was episode I was like 15, maybe. And let's get a, let's do a, let's do a guest soon. I'm feeling it. Like, next yeah, episode. he actually, thinking- he literally just moved back to California. He got in uh, today, today. Okay. Let's and go. He, he's um, back at the Quant's house. So, Let's um, go. And they're 10 minutes away. Um, however, um, we brought up um, the company Tether, which is a stable coin. Yeah. And, and they had 60 billion. Um, I think that's at 76 or something. Something crazy like well, that. Well, back then they had 60. Yeah. And, okay. Yeah. It was a few months ago. They're maybe like five or six. And, um, and he was just like, there's no fucking way that they actually have $60 billion. So if everybody pulled out their money, it's just, defaults 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 like like a domino effect of like ridiculousness because because each coin was supposed to be a dollar because it's a yeah, coin yeah yeah and he's like and i was like wow i didn't even think about shit like that like and then the they time. were yeah and they were you know investing there was somebody they're talking about in the article there was a gentleman who was tracking how they were spending how they were investing their investors money um in crypto and like what they were doing with it and he, you can, cause it's on the blockchain. So you can watch and see what they do with it. You can go back and trace it. So he spent, he said it was started out as a hobby. He's like a medical student started doing it as a hobby and was tracking how they were spending it. And he was saying they were taking, making some of the riskiest investments and stuff like dumping tons of people, monies, tons of people, money of people's money in investments that were extremely high risk. And so if they did have even some of that like 56 or 76 billion dollars or whatever that are million dollars they're investing it wildly and then losing and not and then missing out so that's what i'm saying when the loom when luna collapsed i mean when that when the terra coin collapsed i mean that's that was huge for the market and they dumped a bunch of other people's money in it crypto's going down and it's entering a bear market people are trying to pull their money out and they think then they shut their windows so like, let me ask are you buying the dip no, fuck no, I'm not buying the dip. I look at it. I, I I look at it right now and it's just like, man, I saw what Ethereum was almost under a thousand the other day. It was like one, it was like a thousand and like 41 bucks. I was like, holy shit. Um, no, I mean, I don't think that I'm, I'm not comfortable doing that right now. It's a I think stay it's gonna, away for you. I think it's for now. I think it's going to dip a little bit more. I mean, I mean, I might get back in later, but right now I'm not. I'm not seeing or hearing anything. I mean, this just happened. Like this you, just happened I over know. the weekend. Do you feel like it can go? I mean, I said I don't think it could go much lower. Bitcoin, at least. Well, and Ethereum. Like I think it was at twenty nine uh, for Bitcoin thousand. 
and then 1700 for ethereum and i was like i don't know if it can go much lower than it did it's going lower no i mean do you I, think I it still think... can drop like yeah i don't think because it's like one... at 22 for bitcoin and like 1100 for ethereum yeah but i mean it's been bouncing between 11 and then it'll go up to 13 and then it'll drop down to a thousand and then it goes back up to 1100 so too, too volatile for you yeah it's super volatile and that's what i'm saying is something like this who's like people are losing money and they can't pull their money out and they're dealing with these issues that's huge i mean that doesn't help the market it doesn't help market confidence it just it makes people want to pull their money out more some people are like so deep like in everybody the game, already- they've lost so much money that they can't sell like they because they, they won't take the loss until they sell. That's what so I'm saying. I feel like everybody pulled their money out already. But maybe anyone who's casual, I'm sure. But there's a lot of people who still hold a lot, and that's because they have a lot, and they've either spent a lot or they're still up. I mean, if you bought, if you had, if you had a thousand Bitcoin and you bought them when they were a dollar, and you've held on to them the entire time, you're not going to sell them at twenty. Probably not going to sell them at ten, depending on how much you've spent or how much you actually have. If you still have all well, of them, hold you're... on. If you have a thousand Bitcoin and you bought them for a dollar, you're the richest person in the fucking world. Well, what I'm saying is, there's some obviously, but there's some people who have bought a, who who still have a lot who bought extremely low. Like that's what I was telling someone with Doge. Like if I still had all the Doge that I'd originally bought, I'd still be up. It's not like I'd be down. I'd still I would be incentivized to keep it. That's why I'm glad I got rid of it when I did. Because I don't know if it'll go back to that point. I'm glad I pulled out because I can get back in for a little bit more, for more, but still not exponentially. You know, you know who else is glad that I pulled out? I'm not really sure if I want to know the answer to this question. Every girl ever. I'm <laughs> believable. <laughs> so, I mean, it's it just seems like they were like, it's like a big, it's like a ripoff Ponzi scheme, but that's what all these things are. Whenever they make these bad decisions, yeah, Tether had 71.5 billion in assets backing yeah. its tokens. That's crazy. Like, where does that money come from? They Is didn't that, actually have the money, though. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying. It's like, how do you, how they, do you get evaluated just had, at they that had, number? Yeah, exactly. Foot it's clout? like they had 71.5 billion coins that they were like lending out or not lending out like selling to people but there was no i don't know about no but like there was definitely not that much money behind it yeah they're just hype and then it's like yeah like oh he's got great feet and let's you know his coins are worth a lot look at his foot clout i gotta be all over that look at those toes um <laughs> yeah but like that's what i'm saying is you're promising like <clears throat> investors promising oh i can give you 20 percent returns on your investment every year if that doesn't make your ears perk up and you're like that's a red flag if someone's promising you that every year i can give you 20 percent in return so just give me your money and let me invest it for you that's like that's the, that's how ponzi schemes start they promise all that and that's how they get people to give them fucking money because they promise extremely almost unrealistic returns yeah, well, I tether. I don't even get because, like, I mean, it's a stable coin that's attached that, to the dollar. So that's it's what I'm like, saying. Like, that's what so like stabilizes their return. Like, like I, that. I mean, and I've talked about it in depth in the podcast, and like I've researched it, and I'm like, I'm just like, what is the point? The point, I guess, is supposed to what? Like, you can just transfer it um, to a different shit coin like yeah i mean easier uh, like i don't yeah i mean i don't know i mean it's the same like when it comes to like i mean because coinbase has been plummeting and i saw a commercial where they're like crypto's dead crypto's dead and like it's showing all these different things to like long live crypto and i'm like i don't know man your stock's like that's how you know it's dead 
27 cents right now i don't know if you should be like you're just reaffirming that i think it's dead bro i'd shut the fuck up um, exactly i know i know you got like thou, so you got, thou, what's the shakespeare line it's like thou protest too much yeah i know you got like ashley judd or something doing your fucking commercials trying to sell people to get coinbase pro but i'd chill out on the crypto's dead shit some wow. people are really broke right now and are seeing that and like you motherfucker how dare you uh, but i mean it was a little bit, um, you know, like I see maybe where the person was coming from who came up with that in the marketing department, which is like everybody has said crypto was dead, you know, since crypto was alive. Yeah. And um, so I get that, but it's just to me, it's a miss. Yeah. Yeah. No, definitely. Um, I'm, we can skip over the Fed, the Fed okay. thing about the Fed Reserve. That's just inflation's up. The Fed's trying to come up with ways to like tamper down inflation. And if they do it, people are going to lose jobs. Like there's like a like there's negative effects to like how they've been handling themselves in these recessions, how they've been printing their money and loaning it to us, and how we've been going about doing that. And basically, that if they do, if the the Fed Reserve by the Fed, that's the the Fed is the Federal Reserve. Um, for those who don't know, but if they are able to lower inflation or like cool down on inflation, they've already what raised interest rates like 0.75 to 1% across the board, trying to come up with ways to stamp out, stamp out inflation. But I mean, people will lose their jobs because of that. Like we're going into a recession and well, then, that's the thing. Um, so like, um, never has the federal reserve raised interest rates like this. Yeah. With, without causing a recession. So you can say they're causing it. However, um, the inflation is so out of control that they have to raise the interest rates. However, it doesn't have to be recession like 09, where like it was the housing crisis, which was like yeah. a great recession. That's not necessarily what's going to happen. And we haven't had a recession in what, 13 years? And usually this happens every like six, seven years. So a recession is a technical term. And it's, uh, you know, if the market goes into a bear market for like two quarters, it's considered a recession, I think, you know, not a financial advisor. However, it's not like, um, yeah, it doesn't mean like it's just going to be mass chaos or anything. It's yeah, just, yeah. I think that what they're saying is just like the fact that inflation's up like 8.6%. It's like the highest it's been in like 40 years or something like yeah. that. And um, yeah, that makes me feel old and uh <laughs> what, what was that was before you were born no i know but then it just puts into perspective how like i'm not that's not that long ago but anyways um that by going if with the, them raising the interest rates inflation being as high as it is i mean and let's be honest some of these companies out here are just price gouging the fuck out of people they're not paying anybody anything they're not raising minimum wage they're not they're talking about getting rid of social security and medicare again for the umptillionth fucking time so that's not the Fed, but just the government in general, that it's definitely not um, looking good. Like there's going to be some drawback. People are going to lose their jobs if they're if we do go into this recession and we do raise interest rates and we do have high inflation. That's just going to happen. Um, and the article also, I mean, I should have just chatted about it in general now, but it also talks about how this this financial crisis, this inflation is really hitting the people that don't that aren't that don't come from like well-off means or struggle live paycheck to paycheck it's affecting the poverty stricken more than anybody like exponentially more um the price hikes and stuff like that as well so true. yeah that's yeah that's true yeah it's food it's gas 
but I mean, you know, there's a war in Europe and, um, and then there's supply chain issues. So, yeah, you know, there's a lot like going on in the world. Um, the other article was about the live golf. I just wanted to, I think, think it's interesting. I'm sure everybody's heard about it. Do you know anything about this golf? Right. The U S open starts tomorrow. You already know. I'm, I'm, how do you feel about the live? I hate golf, it. Golf tour. You do. You hate it. I think well, it's ridiculous. I, I, I think it's kind of funny though. I don't like the Saudis like in general. That's right. Fucking don't listen to us again. The Saudis like, um, I don't know if they're allowed to. Yeah, I mean, we might be banned. I don't know. Because I think we've talked bad about them before. But yeah, I mean, they're. Wait, I mean, we Sa- talked bad about everybody. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it's, 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 it's Saudi back. For those of you who guys, for those of you who don't know, there is a new Live LIV golf tour that's backed. Um, it's Live Golf and it's backed by the Saudis. They've put a shit ton of money behind it. They've got people like Dustin Johnson. They paid him like $150 million. Like they and, paid f- and, and Michael said both of yeah. them, both of them are about to make or they made more money on this deal with this new golf tournament or than they ever made in their careers, which is insane. Yeah, golfers but, make a shit ton. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but yeah, it's nuts. Um, and so people have been leaving and it's become this big back and forth where some people are, you know, super anti it. There a lot of these golfers are complaining about having to answer questions about it. They're like, I'd never go play for them. Fuck them. Fuck that. Fuck the guys who left to go play. Like there's no integrity. And it's super interesting because they're throwing money around like crazy. Phil Mickelson is old as hell. He is old as shit. And they paid him a fat check to just go play, to just go play golf. uh they offered uh tiger woods 900 million dollars yeah 900 and he said no yeah they offered tiger woods 900 million dollars to play in their live golf what's so weird is that tour. These, that's these... insane that's so much money tiger so, woods is already a billionaire speak i know speaking of you know gas being too high it's like what does that like translate to oh the saudis just have fu money on top of fu money like they already had fu money like yeah they do that's in, that's nuts to offer somebody 900 million dollars and like any one offering, person and they're for offering, golf for golf yeah well if you take phil mickelson dustin johnson and then the 900 million that's over a billion dollars for three golfers yeah but it's not it's not even just them it's um uh your your boy out there in oklahoma or from oklahoma um uh ricky fowler uh, oh yeah, but Ricky Fowler's never like he's not. I don't even think he's ever won a major. Exactly. So I mean, so I mean, if he wants a check and he's still young, but now like a lot of these guys are signing and now they're basically getting banned from playing in the PGA. No, because so they're playing tomorrow. Well, no, that's what I'm. Well, but, but but it's not a PGA event, is what yeah, I. Yeah, yeah. So I'm, yeah, so they're not. They, they can't play in PGA events. So like right now, they're being like basically banned from playing in PGA events. So like they, Dustin Johnson knew that if he made the move, he wasn't going to be able to play in PGA events again. He's won like two or three majors, right? Something like that. Yeah, but he could still do cocaine with uh, Paulina Gretzky out here in Westlake. That's where but, they live. But but if he ended up leaving live and then wanting to come back it's like would the pga let these people come back and probably not but they probably would maybe they don't may- need to play anymore maybe him but yeah you're right he's set for life because phil mickelson was already set that dude's old as fuck what do you want an old ass phil mickelson for well he was already suspended because he thought about doing this he was the first one. Oh yeah but i mean he's phil mickelson's like a kind of a i mean he, he got investigated for insider trading insider trading was yeah. like <laughs> 
cheating on his wife, but he's the lefty. We love him. I'm like, whatever. Well, dude. He's just hanging out with hedgies all damn day. And like, it's like, of course, he's going to do insider trading. He's getting like stock dips, like while he's like, you know, taking like the bag from like some like rich dude. Yeah, he's a, he's definitely like old school, good old boy. So he dipped and then but Johnson leaving Ricky Fowler, but like Ricky Fowler's young, like fairly young on the golf. Yeah, tour. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, like, so he probably could get another deal with them. But damn, dude, nine hundred million dollars. I just wonder what their sponsors thought, like because Ricky Fowler is like uh, Adidas. And I'm just wondering if like Adidas is like, uh, don't do this or if they if, just, if, I'm sure they don't give a fuck. They just I didn't mean, have the money to match it or what? Yeah, because I mean, now they could. Yeah, they probably I'm sure they don't care. We don't know how much he got paid, but and then because there'd be somebody else who would pay him and sponsor him if if they dropped him, like Puma would be back, like yo, what's up, bro? Remember us? Like they'd be all over him again because somebody would want that market. That's a whole new budding market with so much money behind it. Yeah, full disclosure, I've got money on five golfers tomorrow or for this weekend. So of course you do. Um do you want to talk a little bit? Yeah. So, I mean, are they televising the events on TV here? That's one thing I don't know. Can you watch uh, like live live? Yeah. You know what? I don't know that. I mean, I, I've seen like, um, like highlights. However, um, I have not like seen if it was actually like broadcasted live. I'm sure and, it, it has no, to I be, will, right? I will tell you that they've made like the emphasis is on like there's a lot of emphasis on the crowd and the entertainment and stuff to do at these live golf events like videos from them and the things that people can do i mean these guys are throwing crazy money not just at golfers but at these events and at like the entertainment and the curation of the full it's a completely different it's not walk around be quiet you know don't say anything and like lightly clap it's like a fully interactive golf event it's like unless unless you're Unless you're a woman and then you just got to wear the beekeeper suit. Yeah. Yeah. If you're a woman, I mean, I, I mean, well, they would just, I, you might, might be like the masters. You might not be allowed to even go. Can't when did eat. they start letting people go, women go to the masters? That was recently, right? It was Condoleezza Rice was the first member. Yeah. Condoleezza Rice. I'm serious. I know. I remember that. I got, don't know how I didn't remember that. That's ridiculous. Um, I love I'm, I'm, 30 Rock. Though. I'm going to put you on the spot. I'm going to put you on the spot. Do you want to talk about the committee um, and do like a, a pod like in the next like two days? Yeah. Do you want to like do talk about the committee? Yeah, watch this next well, go around and then watch do what it. happens tomorrow and then do it again. Fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Cause they moved it. So I'm down. I mean, I, I got a lot to say. I was talking to somebody about it today. Um, they're like, they, you know, they refuse to watch it. Some people refuse to watch it. I'm like, how could you refuse? I think it's super interesting. I think they've been doing a pretty good job of laying out the timeline and how things work. I mean, how many sessions do they have planned? Um, think- it was a total of seven. So yeah, I seven. Yeah. Yes. So, so seven, I- this will be the third one. Maybe we do like just, you know, a special podcast on that. Yeah, maybe while it's still going on, we do our regular and then we just do an extra one to chat about it because there's so there's so much to go into it. And I can pull up some clips and some audio and we can run them. Um, And we've done that before with uh, screen players, which my strike has dropped off. Now we need to bring it back, but I've I've come up with the system. So I know what we need to do. I've researched it. And so I'll talk to you about it off air. But um, how we're going to go about streaming and what what we're going to be streaming to to be able to do that and not get in trouble i've figured it out um because yeah okay. i don't want to get i don't want our page our channel to get 
shot the fuck down. But and I think if oh, I would have all man huggy productions, YouTube, check it. Yeah, yeah. Subscribe, please. I mean, you know, whatever or on whatever, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, listen to the podcast. We do appreciate it. We're at 42, um, creeping up on 50, and then Andy's gonna drop that link. Um, so everybody gets a discount. It'll be free for a day on his OnlyFans page. So you guys check uh, it out. Oh, yeah, please yeah. go check it out. Um <laughs> they say and, he's changing the and, foot and what game. Else? What else? Somebody says he's changing the foot game. No, I mean, what do you tell got, people, man? No, no we got to wait. Why do I got to do it now? Do you have anything? Do you have anything you want to say? Anything, any positive reinforcement? You're doing good. Works good. You're chilling. Yeah. All right, man. All right, man. Well, damn, I just want to yeah. make sure somebody got to give you an opportunity. Go feet yourself. Ooh, gross. Go foot clout yourself. Now, nah, you guys, we appreciate you listening. Uh, we'll be back and we'll figure out a day, maybe Saturday night or two or Friday night. I could do it. I could do um, it, too um so we'll let you guys know but we'll just do all, all committee all politics talk and then we'll just talk a bunch of shit but y'all stay safe be good stay cool and uh go fuck yourselves <laughs> shout out <laughs> shout out but, 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 but,